bonjour, and welcome to The French Way, the podcast about French-inspired wellness for healthy living and sustainable weight loss. I'm Karen Gombo, your French-American host and certified weight loss coach. So grab a coffee and a croissant and let's go. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to this episode of The French Way. Today, I want to talk about sustainable weight loss in midlife. And what I mean by that is it is possible after 40 to take your weight off and keep it off. And I know it's possible because I am living proof. And I wanted to take today to share with you the habits that I have put into place or tweaked in my lifestyle over these past 20 years, I would say, based on my life in France, what I have learned, and I would say the practices and habits of the French culture that I have adopted. So a little bit about myself first. If you don't know me, my name is Karen and I'm 53. Today, I'm five foot two. That probably won't change for a while. And I weigh 120 pounds. I am post-menopausal and I suffered with emotional eating for many, many years. However, I want to share that I've lost the weight and I've kept it off. And so I want to start with why and the habits that I put into place and also some mindset work that I've done. So my why, when it comes to my journey and my healthy lifestyle, I would say the one thing that motivates me is that I don't want to be on medication. I grew up in a family of pharmacists. Practically all of my family are pharmacists and I have nothing against medication and I will take all the drugs if I need to and if there's an issue. But if I can not take them and if I can be preventative and being proactive with my health, then I prefer that. So today I take zero medication. The only thing I do is... I do a magnesium cure maybe once or twice a year and I'll take some ibuprofen if I've got a headache. So I wanted to stay off medication. So my why, my profound reason for also wanting to be healthy and lose weight was health motivated. Having said that, my why is also because I want to look good in my clothes. I want to be able to wear clothes that are in style, that are fun, that are modern, and that I feel good about when I put them on. So that's my why. So the habits, first of all, I did nothing drastic. I would say it was a combination of habits that have helped me lose my weight because I did put on weight when I had children. I did start to put on weight in my early 40s. But since I would say the past 10 years, I've taken it off and I've kept it off. And this is important because I also want to encourage you not to give up. I think that's one of the things also is don't give up, find something that works for you. So let's start off with some habits that things I've changed since moving from the US to France over 30 years ago, 
while living here. So the first one is I was a Diet Coke addict. Like I used to drink one to two liters of Diet Coke a day. That was a significant amount. And I gave it up slowly over time. Again, I don't believe in anything drastic and dramatic. I gave it up over time because for me, it was just chemicals. It is a chemically produced drink. It is artificial. They kept changing the taste also a little bit. I don't know what they put in it, but it it just didn't suit me anymore. So I weaned off Diet Coke and I increased my water intake. In France, we have water with our meals. We don't drink juice. We drink wine once in a while, of course, but it's mainly water. It's not milk. It's not juice and it's not sugary drinks. So I replaced my Diet Coke with water. A second habit is I improved my sleep quality. And maybe that's as I got older and maybe it was linked to menopause. I don't know, but I wasn't sleeping that well. So I just simply started to go to bed earlier. So instead of going to bed at 11.30 or 12, I started going to bed at 10 or 10.30. And yes, I woke up earlier and I can't explain why the quality of my sleep was affected, but it significantly improved the quality of my sleep. So just changing the bedtime and not even changing the length of my sleep cycle. The third thing that I did is I decreased my portion sizes of, you know, when I sit down to a meal compared to what I was eating in the U.S. and what I got used to eating here, I simply started eating a little bit less, whether that meant not having dessert all the time or whether that meant I would have pasta, but maybe have less pasta and replace some of the pasta by vegetables. But I reduced the serving size. And it's true that in France, mechanically, the serving sizes are smaller because the plates are smaller and it's it's just not a country where things are supersized or people want huge meals. So reducing, so eating less meant also less calories. I stopped snacking. In France, they just don't snack. And it's extremely rare. There is this thing here called the goûter. And the goûter is when kids come home at school, kids have a snack because dinner time here, so the kids usually eat lunch around 12, 12.30. And dinner time is not till 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock because that's when also the parents get home from work. And so when the kids get home at school at around 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock, they have a small snack to hold them over till dinner. But there's not a snack in the morning. There's not a snack after dinner. And there's not a bag of chips open. There's not a bowl of candy on the counter. So those types of things, just stopping to snack has also, again, just reduced the calories. And I feel good going into a meal and eating until I'm full at a mealtime. Another thing that I've done is I've stopped drinking my calories. And what I mean by that is I used to have a big glass of orange juice every morning. And first of all, it's all sugar. And I I felt my body going through a sugar rush with all of the sugar that's in orange juice. 
So that wasn't making me feel good. And I love to eat. I honestly, I love to eat. I enjoy food. Food for me is pleasurable. And I wanted to eat. And so I knew that in terms of calories, and if I didn't want to gain weight, I just made a choice to have my calories coming from what I'm eating rather than what I'm drinking. I have also reduced my sugar intake. And what I mean by that is I used to put sugar in my coffee and I used to put sugar on my yogurt because in France, now it's a little different, but many years ago, most of the yogurts were plain, plain without sugar. And so people used to dump quite a bit of sugar into the plain yogurt to be able to, I would say, palate it. And I got used to just decreasing my sugar consumption. And it's the same thing over time, nothing drastic. I started by, instead of putting two sugars in my coffee, I started reducing it by a quarter and then reducing it by half. And over time, my palate got used to having things that were less sweet. And that same exact thing with the sugar in the, in the yogurt. We used to put sugar on some fruit, for example, grapefruit. Now, no sugar. So that also had a, I think, over time, a very big impact. Fasting. So this comes back sort of to the no snacking thing that I was saying earlier, the no snacking point. So when it comes to fasting, I'm not, I've personally done a lot of fasting in my life, but I think that simply not eating from when you're done dinner until breakfast time the next day, that is considered fasting. So you're not snacking in the evening. And I also, in the morning, I wait until I start to feel hungry. Whereas what I used to do is get up and immediately go for the cereal. So I would get up and immediately go for the cereal, the juice, and I'd have that sugar rush and then that sugar crash. And so now just waiting until I'm hungry and not eating after dinner, that turns out to be a 12 or 13 hour fast daily without me really doing anything. In terms of exercise, I found something that I loved. Again, nothing drastic. Nobody telling me you have to work out five days a week. I simply started doing what felt good to me. So I started running. That was my first thing is I started running and I did that for a very long time. Then I did yoga, weightlifting, golf. And so it's finding something that you love doing with your body and get it moving rather than seeing it as something that I have to do and seeing it as it's the only way that I'm going to lose weight. French don't think about weight like that. Moving your body is a nice thing. It's fun. There's so many people here that do dancing or Pilates. There's so much choice. So finding something that I love has really made a difference. And the last thing is I never gave up. I never gave up. And I tweaked and I was curious about things that were working and things that weren't. So I'll just give you one example is I mentioned earlier, I used to fast. I loved fasting for a while. I would do a 16 hour fast. So it means I wouldn't, you know, after dinner until the next day at lunchtime, I wouldn't eat. 
And it got to the point as I got older, especially, it just wasn't in line with my circadian rhythm and it just wasn't working for me anymore. I had increased also my physical activity. So I was like starving. And so it was being curious about what was right for me, about what was right for my body and adapting and trying things not following a strict rule that it has to be like this. I have to fast, you know, 14 hours a day or whatever. No, if I'm hungry, I eat. And if I'm not hungry, then I wait. That's just one example. So those were some of the habit changes. There are many others, but I think that when I look back, those are probably the most significant. And when you add them all up, I think it had a very big impact. And In addition to the habit change work, I also did the mindset work. And when it comes to mindset work, it was how I talked to myself and how I saw myself. So instead of telling myself, I'm fat, I'm gross, I'm a failure, I'm never going to lose the weight, I learned through coaching to talk to myself differently, more neutrally and then more positively. So it was things like, I'm learning. Maybe I can figure this out. I know what's best for my body. I can trust myself. So I learned to talk to myself differently and I learned to see myself differently. And this was also so powerful in coaching because I wanted to lose weight, but I hadn't yet seen myself as somebody who was lean and slender. And so there was this cognitive dissonance happening between what I was saying I wanted to do, but what I really believed. So I did the mindset work to help me believe that I was a slender, lean woman. And that at 53 or in my fifties, I was capable of losing the weight and keeping it off. That mindset part, please don't underestimate the importance in a weight loss journey because how you talk to yourself and how you see yourself matters significantly in maintaining those long-term results. And based on the success that I have personally had, and again, I'm not special, but I've done the work, I've tried and tested everything. Health, wellness has been my passion now for years. And now I've built a program to help and to coach women in midlife who also want to lose weight in a healthy way and build habits that will help them keep the weight off over time. This program is called The French Way. So just like the name of this podcast, And it's unique because it's based on my experience in France, everything that I've learned here, living here for the past 30 years, but I've brought in my American perspective. And it's unique because it's about habit change. It's about slow, but simple habit change coupled with that mindset work that I was just evoking previously. So it is a 12-week program where there is a structured curriculum where I teach weekly and there are weekly resources, 
So that is done in a group setting, but then everybody has personalized one-on-one coaching with me to work on their specific issues. Because the clients that I work with today as their coach have different challenges. Some of them suffer from binge eating or overeating. Some of them are lacking confidence in the fact that they can succeed. Some of them struggle more when they have a family gathering because there's always a trigger. Some of my clients travel extensively, so it's finding solutions. And some of my clients want to lose weight desperately, but they still see themselves as someone who is fat and who can never lose the weight. So we work on identity shifts. So that is what we do in the personalized coaching. It's one-to-one, one hour, every single week. And I am thrilled that the first official launch is going to be October 4th, 2023. You can check out all of the details on my website at karengombo.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-G-O-M-B-A-U-L-T.com. It's called The French Way. And I would love to have you join me. I hope also that the tips that I've provided today are going to help. Just please believe in yourself, believe that you can take the weight off, that you can keep it off. And it's doing small, simple changes consistently over time with the mindset work that will help you reach your goal. Have a great day, everyone. If you're loving this podcast, be sure to follow so that you don't miss any episodes. Au revoir et à bientôt.